Paulina Lau is, among many, many other things, the host of Culture 101, and she is with us now. Good morning to you. I'm starting today with uh, a film called The Convert. Um, This is Lee Tamahori's latest film, uh, and it's in cinemas from the 14th of March, so a couple of weeks now. But it's set in New Zealand in the 1830s, where there's tribal wars going on. And uh, until this point, Māori had been using hand-to-hand combat or blunt or one-handed weapons, but then... Uh, the Europeans brought with them muskets, so sort of that changed the the scene. But the main conflict in this film starts with conflict between the tribes uh, Mainui and Akatarewa. And Guy Pearce is is the lead character. He plays this guy called Munro. Um, he's a soldier turned preacher who arrives in a boat, and he's supposed to be the new lay preacher for this British colony um, established a town called Epworth. And when he first arrives, he gets caught up between a battle between these two Maori tribes and ends up saving um, a young woman called Rangamai, the daughter of the chief of Maanui. But as he sort of starts to get into life in Epworth and live live with the uh, the, the um, colonials there, he starts to realise the racism and the paranoia of the British people against the Māori and his purpose there starts to change. And I think this was such a solid film. Um, I saw this in the movies and I just came away thinking... That was so good. It was so solid. The storytelling is clear. It's simple. Uh, there's never a moment where I think, oh, who's you know who's with who and who's on whose side. None of that. Um, and I think that that's harder to do than you think to to be able to tell um, a story simply. I guess. Uh, and also the way that it's depicted, I feel like is quite reflective of what life would have been like. It's quite a realistic portrayal. So, for example, with the European settlers, they've landed on this beach and they're still wearing these sort of large frocks and corsets. And you kind of just think, it's not really working. This doesn't quite fit. And they seem a little bit out of their depth. Um, And it's also actively showing the warfare between the Maori tribes and fighting for land and territory. And you could look at the, 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 the image for this film and... I can assure you it's not another sort of white saviour film. Um, And then, of course, it's another chance to show off the beautiful New Zealand landscape, uh, even though it's set in the 1830s. And I would say one standout performance is um, by the young young woman who plays Rangamai, the daughter, um, and that's the actor Te Orere Natai Melbourne. And she played the confident teenager Kahu in Hunt for the Wilder People. Um, And she's just... She's just really good, and I, and I think she's sort of one to watch I for sure. I, I remember in that role, actually. Yeah, yeah. she's very funny yeah, in, yeah. in that role. She yeah. sort of steals the scene of She it. does, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I remember Julian Dennison's face just staring at her. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, so that's the film. That, that's The Convert. Uh, it's Lee Tamahori's latest film. That's in cinemas from 14th of March. Uh, and I do think people should absolutely go to the cinemas to watch this one. I mm. think there's Has it something... has got that ab- kind of presence on, on screen, yeah, big screen presence, huh? Yes, and it's something about seeing... It, you know, it's set, it's set on a... A lot of it's set on a beach, and it's so sort of deserted, and there's something about that full image in front of you wrapping around you that I just think is not the same when you're watching at home. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you can be tempted to pick up your phone and start scrolling or something. Yeah. Um, that's and true. I think that would lose So go the, and immerse yeah. yourself in it. And, yeah. and interesting, um, Guy Pearce's role. Um, yeah. And um, is he our, our protagonist, so to speak? Yeah, he's a protagonist. He's got a bit of a dark past, but 
it's it's ends up being sort of quite useful where he is um and he he does a few sentences of today at the end of the film and i was quite impressed and i sort of thought oh we're kind of being shown up by an aussie I think some of us need to get better at it. Very good. So the convert <laughs> in cinemas soon. Yes? Yes, yeah. yes. In two weeks, 14th of March. 14th of March, um, okay. The other thing I've been watching is called Expats, and this is on Amazon Prime. Um, it's a mini-series, uh, six episodes, and it's based on the book called of the same name, uh, Expats, by Janice Y.K. Lee in 2016. Now, this stars Nicole Kidman and Brian T. as the parents of a child who's gone missing. Um, and I think for me, I was particularly drawn to it because it's set in Hong Kong, um, where the couple have three children. Uh, they're living in this beautiful apartment in the peak, and they have a nanny, full-time helper. Um, and I just don't I don't really remember seeing Hong Kong in sort of a modern television show recently. So I was kind of like, oh, this is quite amazing. It's a beautiful place. So beautiful. absolutely love Hong Kong. Just the, you know, the lights, the energy, the the, the neon, all that stuff. You know, it just packs so much for for such a small um, territory. It's just everything. Islands. Exactly. uh, Harbours, hillsides. Um, It's got everything, doesn't it? And and food. And a throbbing city. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and And it's captured beautifully by the director, Lulu Wang, who did uh, The Farewell, starring Aquafina. So that did the festival sort of rounds a few years back, but she got quite a lot of acclaim for that film. So this is very much, you can tell it's a filmmaker because, you know, the shots are very lingering and they're slow and it makes for such a beautiful thing to watch. Um, But I think some people might argue it's a little bit slow in some places. But Venus is set, though. This is interesting to me because it's Nicole Kidman, right, who's our expat. Um, But in what era are we? Just tell us a little more. This is 2014, which is against the backdrop of the umbrella, umbrella movement revolution. and the protests. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, and this is the thing that, that, that there was, sort of, there's been two things um, about this show that have sort of uh, been up for debate. So the first thing is it's set on the backdrop of the umbrella revolution, but we don't actually see that until episode five. You know, there are six episodes, so you don't see it until sort of the end. And and they do give a lot of time to it, but I think a lot of people are wondering, well, why are we just you know inside this apartment when there's all this other stuff going on? So that was that was that was something people were debating. The other was the title. So expats, people were saying, well, hang on a minute, why are they being called expats when everyone else who isn't white gets called immigrants? Um, and so there's been sort of that debate online. It's kind and, of a and class issue. What's so well, often, exactly. often with expats, you're talking about, I don't know. Um, it's a class issue, isn't it? You're, you're there because you're the boss well, of something, or exactly. you're a diplomat you're or something. Yeah. Exactly. Or you're the, you're living a certain lifestyle. Uh, usually, you know, in, you're in a bubble. You're pretty wealthy. You've got definitely more resources than a lot of people around you. You often have twenty four seven help in the form of a nanny or a or you know a, a caregiver or a babysitter of type. So, but the thing is, I, I suppose I don't mind that it's called expats. I don't sort of take issue with it because most of the characters are quite unlikable anyway. And so they sort of, in some ways, they are fitting that expat trope um, that people people think. Uh, and and basically the they, they lose this kid, but it's because Nicole Kidman uh, meets this young woman called Mercy, played by uh, Ji Young Yu, and she goes and meets her out at a night market um, with the kids, and she lets Mercy take Gus, the youngest boy, off, and Mercy's on her phone, and then next minute she looks up and Gus is gone, and he disappears. So this show isn't so much a hunt for where's Gus gone and, and, and you know, the, the proactiveness of looking for him. It's all almost more about capturing a moment in time 
looking at this family and then this young woman who's who've you know, both of their lives are forever changed, all their lives are forever changed by this one event. And it sort of focuses on just the immediate aftermath of how you deal with that, how you get through. So it's quite internal in that sense, rather than it being about a mission to go and find Gus. Interesting. Mm. On balance, how do you feel about it? This is the thing. I, I don't know if I can decide. I feel, I think in the beginning I thought, it's a, bit, it's a bit slow. It's beautiful to look at, but it's a bit slow. But then I watched it to the end. Okay. So I think also I'm quite a Nicole Kidman fan. Yeah. Uh, do you like her? Uh, yes, I do. Mm. Um, and 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 often though because I've I've enjoyed the story of what mm. she's acted in, and, and she can and she can hold that role. So it sounds like if you're a fan and if you're not annoyed by yes, quite entitled people living somewhere else, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, which is having you a huge up rising while we focus on them, yeah. Um, yeah, then you'll exactly. probably enjoy it. Is that about right? Yes, I think so. I think so. And I think I. I think some people sort of go, oh, I'm sick of, uh, I saw one review and they said, oh, I'm sick of seeing Nicole Kidman play this sort of floaty, uh, you know, woman who's who's sort of feeling a bit sad about her life. And but others will love that. Yeah. But I sort of think that's what she, but she looks she that way. And it's her, th- it's her shtick, you know, it's like Hugh Grant and his characters. I kind of think, you know, if she's in Lord of the Rings, she'd be playing an elf, not a hobbit. It's just part of, <laughs> it's, it's part of her way she looks and how she presents herself. And I think she, she knows the characters you know she's good at and I think she's sort of grabbed onto those two minutes to do one day does it translate from the novel to the film so I think so. If, uh, this is on Netflix. It's about 16 episodes based on the f- uh, book by David Nichols. Now, there was a 2011, I want to say this, there was a 2011 film made of the same name starring Anne Hathaway and Jim Sturgis. And I felt so incredibly meh about it when it came out. I just didn't, I didn't feel anything towards it. I didn't like it. A lot of people thought that you cannot cram sort of years and years and uh, the whole novel into one film of two hours. It's just too much to cram in. So where this series has got kind of got it right, I think, is uh, it's about a guy and a girl who meet in Edinburgh in, eight, in the 80s during the university days. And every year from that point, they decide to meet up on the same date. And basically it tracks their life uh, growing apart, growing together. Um, and it looks at the sort of uh, idea of, you know, can, can it be the right person at the wrong time? And that whole sort of, can you just be platonic friends? So it, it's, it's very much a romance. But I think the standout for this Netflix show is the stars. It's Amber Kamod and Leo Woodhall. Leo Woodhall was the nephew in White Lotus, season two. Hmm. Um, their chemistry is incredible. And I think Amber Kamod being a South Asian British Indian actress, it's so rare to see someone like her in a romantic lead. She's clever. She's funny. She's got sort of most of the comedy Against sort of next to this, um, you know, white Pakia British guy who's just a generically good looking. I just don't think we see that that often. Um, and the one thing I, th- I think everyone uh, who has seen this will agree. And if you haven't seen it, if you want a good cry, this is the show for you. Pulling over you a sob. Thank you. All over you <laughs> a sob any day. Thank you, Pulling Lau. <laughs> Uh, she's, of course, with RNZ's Culture 101. Uh, so tune in for that too for more. But thanks, Pelina, for the cross today. One day uh, on Netflix.